Welcome, travelers, to the Rule of Cool podcast, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast that's occasionally inappropriate and frequently distracted. In the last episode, our adventurers are ambushed on the way to Chitter's original home. After narrowly escaping, the group discovered that Chitter's hut is now occupied by an elderly halfling woman who bought the property from the governor. What are our adventurers to do with this moral quandary? Without any further ado, I now present the Rule of Cool. Welcome to the Rule of Cool podcast. I am Sarah, your humble DM. Going to be taking you through the adventure tonight. Uh, tonight, our PCs are going to introduce themselves by saying what fashion trend that they would bring back into style. Uh, this is Adam. I play Chadwick, the cleric of light. And uh, the fashion trend I would bring back is definitely bell-bottom jeans. Because how awesome are they? Who doesn't want to have their, like... Their jeans get soaking wet because they're so far to the ground when in the rain. It's amazing. Jorts. Jorts. I'm bringing back jorts. Who are you? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was just so excited <laughs> to say jorts. Uh, they're I'm back also. <laughs> I, want them, I want them back in full force, though. According, full to, my dad, according to my dad, they never left. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm Jason. I'm playing Vaughn the Wild Maid Sorcerer, and I'm bringing back jorts. And I am Jordan. I play the character Sexy Paleus. And if I were to bring back a fashion trend, it would absolutely be bibs. Bibs, overalls, whatever you want to name them. I'm uh, all about the one piece. Keep I it was, all in. Keep it fresh underneath. Good to go. I was thinking like, act, like <laughs> red lobster bibs. bibs. <laughs> or, like, yeah. 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 You first said bibs, I was like, baby bibs? <laughs> that was a thing? I know, I was in the same I, spot. I kind of wish I did. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alex. I play Reese, the lizard folk guy. And when I was a little kid, I had a pretty sweet bowl cut. And I thought that was about the best thing ever. So I'm bringing back the bowl cut. Yeah, pretty good. That's fashion, right? Yeah, it's fashionable. I was either going to do that or the big wheeled bicycle. I would argue it's not fashionable. Ooh, <laughs> pretty sure all my queer eye friends would say no. Bowl cuts are in. Tan. Wait, hold on. Jonathan would have big issues with the bowl cut. You mean Jonathan Taylor Thomas? No. No, Jonathan Van Ness. The best one of the five, bad five. The best of them. Yeah. Elliot Ness. Gotcha. Nope. But then Tan wouldn't really like any of our other suggestions either. Tan is a color? Nope. Tan is the fashion consultant on Queer Eye. All right. Get it right. Second best. And then there's Ramo and Bobby and Anthony. All right. <laughs> there's your bad five. <laughs> I didn't even know Queer Eye was still on TV. I'm sorry. Uh, no, oh, just came it's back, back in full Andrew and I just force. finished watched all, both Ooh. of the seasons, and we love them, and it's fine. All right, moving on. And Jonathan, in case you're listening, congratulations on the Target deal. We love you. We love Jonathan. Okay, are we done with that introduction? <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> it is night. You guys are outside of the town of Village. I am currently with Chitters. Or, well, I guess Steve now. 
away from them. They were talking to an older lady. I don't remember. You guys had wrapped up talking to her, and you were like, we need to go do something. We should all go back to uh, Vaughn and Chitter, right? So you guys are walking back, and uh, Chitter looks over at you, and he goes, uh, back! Steve's back! No, his name is Steve. It's not Steve Steve. Steve Reese. Oh my god, is this still going on? <laughs> Apparently. I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> yes. Alright, well let's try to get through this without using any names. Hey Chadwick, you know that sleep spell he's always using? Do you have that one? No, I don't, unfortunately. Oh, I have a sleep spell, but it's just called Mimol. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't do that. Do you have Doug out? My do dog have, Doug? You, do you have your dog Doug with you? Of course, I always have my dog, Doug. Why am I Ooh. talking to you? Chitter's going to look at Doug, and he's going to like reach out to try to pet him, and wants to know if you can play with him. Yeah, of course you can play with Doug. Okay, he's going to go pet him off in the corner while you guys figure this out. Vaughn, we found some information out. Okay. Apparently, Tierns kind of just bought all this land even though people already lived here. Okay. And then he built the town, like a Paul Orb town. So Chitter doesn't have any place to go, because this is where he should be. Okay, so Steve bought up all the land in McKenzie, and he forced all the Kinku out. It's too difficult to understand what you're saying, so you just, well, I'll assume you know what the hell's happening, all right? All right, Steve. <laughs> anyway. We oh, I thought I was Steve. Reese. <laughs> So, what are we going to do about this? How do we resolve this? I don't know. Peleus is in charge still. Oh, God. That is true. I mean, she is an old woman. Well, okay, we're not going to kill her. <laughs> just we're kidding. not going to kill her. <laughs> I liked it. I was going to run yes. with it. No, no, no. I'm gonna that just is a fist pass I had not planned for. <laughs> I'm going to say no to that. Well, I feel like the ultimate choice is we've we've really got to find Terrence and we've got to get to the bottom of this. I mean, I'm all for going to talk to him. But, like, talk with my mole, right? I mean, maybe eventually if we can't find another path forward. But I'd really like to just try to not... I'd like to not hurt people if we can try to. Yes, let's not hurt them as I wink. Yeah. Wink? <laughs> I've literally... Winking? I've literally never tried that before. What, not killing people? Well, not always killing them, but, like, hurting them. Oh, well. Except for maybe, like, a baby. Mm. <laughs> you, <laughs> you can laugh. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. Funny. <laughs> we still haven't quite figured this one out. No. No, because it's kind of hard to go tell the man that owns the city, hey, you fucked up, that's bad, don't do that. And can you reverse everything? Like, people have paid, like, she has a home, and unfortunately Steve doesn't have his home. It's, I I don't, there is no good answer on what we should be doing. Hey, DM. Yeah. Um, what would I know about the political structure? And you might have covered this, I just don't remember. What do you know about the political structure of McKinsey? Um, is he the most powerful person in McKinsey? He's definitely the most affluent, and you could tell that he's amassing, like, a personal army because he's got, like, a thousand war horses. Would I have a sense for why he was amassing that army? What, is there a faction of people inside of the city that he would be amassing that army Roll for? History. 
21. 21? Just from your basic knowledge of the halfling capital, you know that they have a couple people who pretty much make all of the decisions to kind of keep the area safe because it is a large plain area and there are some kind of roving groups that are dangerous in the area. So to keep the highways around McKenzie safe on the plains, it would be in the city's best interest to put power in the hands of people who can afford to keep them safe. Are there people in McKenzie who aren't happy with his power that would like to take his power from him or who would, you know, who are more powerful and would like to put him in his place? You know that there is dissent. You also know that the dissenters probably aren't hanging out in McKenzie. Okay. People who are hanging out in McKenzie are probably people who he has he has influenced positively. Okay. Um, People who are dissenting probably aren't hanging around. Okay. I know I just said maybe we should go talk to him, but I don't know that that's the best path forward. If we want to get rid of him, or if we think that he's not a good guy, we need to find somebody else who has the power or the means to take him out politically and take his power from him. I I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it'll work very well, but I'm pretty sure that between uh, the two of us, and I, I rest... I, I motion at Steve, no. I, I motion towards uh, Peleus. I think we might be able to find some dirt on him, but we need a distraction. Well, don't. Hold on. Hold on. I'm remembering yeah. something. Don't we have a little bit of dirt? Sure do. Okay. <clears throat> that was outside the game. Remember, we didn't we go down into the basin when we found his little sex tape? And did I keep oh, it? shit, yeah! yeah Holy totally shit, did. I forgot about that! Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. a sex tape of him. We don't know who the woman... Women? Or what, women that he was having relations with. You all know that stuff. Yeah, yeah we, we know. Don't. Well, uh, did we... I feel like we might have mentioned it. Like, hey, we found something weird. I, mean, I just feel like that's the most likely solution to get through. To get him out of... I don't know, to get out of the situation. Because I don't, I don't know that a full like we definitely. I don't, I don't think we could take him on head like head on. We have to go at him with somebody equally powerful or who at least has some kind of influence. Yeah, I, I don't really feel comfortable assassinating someone. Right. Who, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do that. And I mean, I don't. With the people that I know, I don't, I don't know any politicians or uh, just people in power in general. I just, I kind of skirt around. And avoid that kind of stuff. So, who pays us the 200 gold if we, like, do a sex tape on him or whatever? 200 gold? That's what the sign said. Oh. I think at this point, we're... I I mean, I don't know... I mean, not that I don't want gold. I just don't know that we're going to get paid for this job. I mean, I think we got paid a little bit. I don't think we're going to get paid anymore. Like, we're not people who do, like, political intrigues and stuff. We're not... This is not our expertise i kind of agree with chadwick i feel like we can get a lot more than 200 for that tape mm. oh i like that i like <laughs> I mean, that yeah, a lot there's, there's definitely that uh, if we can have dirt on him we can get more i have an idea why do you keep trying to put dirt on him i have an idea and it involves disguise self shocker yes um but i don't know if i'd be able to mim- uh, mask my voice <laughs> to pretend to be a, a political opponent 
you've been saying Steve forever. I don't know that we can trust you to like be the sole like crux of a plan, if especially one where you have to talk. Also, like, when did we become heroes or like people who do big things in the world? Like, we just get paid. Well, I mean, I don't feel... think of myself as a hero, but I do think. I'm pretty op- sure you're a murderer. When the opportunity to do right comes up, I feel like we kind of have to take it. Yeah, I, I, I feel bad for Steve and his family. Like, they got, they got kicked out of their house so that Steve is living in there now. Yeah, but like, I can just build them a house. Like, I can do that. I have a hammer. It's not the end of the world. They didn't have a nice house. I guess is another thing. We could potentially just try to relocate them. Well, I think people like being relocated. Hold on. Can I look? Uh, is Chitter, like, close enough that I could, like, talk to him? Yes. Okay, I'm going to leave this conversation real quick and just go um, come up to Chitter while I get he's still playing with uh, yeah. Dog. He Doug. looks up at you and he goes, Steve, Chad. Chad, Steve. Chitter. My name's Steve. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What have you? No. <laughs> My name's Chad. What if we were able to find you another place to live that wasn't here or the house where you are right now, but was still safe? And family? Well, yeah, obviously. Would that be okay? And he thinks for a second. He goes, uh, and safe. And safe. And, and not hate. Hmm. And, and not hate. And that that you don't hate? And not hate. And he points to himself. No hate towards you? And he nods. Oh. I mean... Because you do know that Chitter's been in some of the cities, or at least a city before. Right. I mean, that would be the goal? And he nods and says, that good. Okay. I guess continue playing with Doug and I'll be back again. <laughs> he looks right down at Doug and he he barks at Doug. Doug is not reciprocating the barking, I'm uh, assuming, because he only does stuff that he right. is told to. All right. So the dog's probably just sitting there like not really doing anything and Chitter's just like woof, woof. All right. And like bopping him on the nose and the, do- the dog's not responding. Okay. So I guess uh, I'll see that and I'll come back and be like, Paleus, wait, <clears throat> Reese, Paleus. Can you, uh, like, maybe try to get Doug to be a little bit more receptive to, to Chitter over there? Well, I speak dog. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I'll put my cape on, Okay. my dog talking cape, and then I'll start talking to Doug by barking at him, I suppose. Your gossamer dog talking cape, yes. Yeah. So I'll bark at Doug. Roof. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I'm, like, nudging Paleus to make sure he understands what I'm trying to get him to do. Roof, 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 roof. Okay, you guys, Doug starts playing a little bit with, with Chitter now. Reciprocating. Um, I think Chitter would be fine with relocation. I think we just need to find him a safe place where he's not hated. I can think of one. <laughs> he can make a great new member to the good old York school. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold on. We get a vote We got that the whole true. family. That is true. I mean... He could join the team. Become a full-time cast member. <laughs> he could make a living. They would be very accepting of him. The kids would eat. I guess that's true. So I am completely okay with the guild. I mean... I... If you can figure out how to get them all back there. Avon? Yeah. Like, you're the one that I have to trust. 
you know, we've been friends a long time. What do you think we should do? I don't know what we should do with Steve and his family. Oh, I meant with, like, the, the rich guy. Oh, I think I think he's got too much power to... What are you, what are you I, just, I was like, how the fuck do you know what Steve was talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's Steve. Uh, well, I, he said and his family. And his family, that's when I understood. Yeah. I think that Steve just has too much power, and we can't take him head on. I mean, he had a stable for hundreds of war horses, and he's got a lot of power, and we can't just, like, outright, like, force him to do anything. I think we would get thrown in jail for any BS reason. I think the option, like, the best option that we do have is to take Steve and his family to the Guild of the Oracle. We'll have to figure something out. I've I've got, like, 45 gold pieces to my name. We could give them... I don't know if you all want to pull up some money and give that to them to start over somewhere, somehow, some way. But we've got 200 gold coming uh, to us from Steve once we finish this quest. Well, I guess, yeah, we would be finishing the quest, wouldn't we? If we took him to the Guild of the Oracle, we got rid of the pest. Yep. It's very hard, it's very hard to have, like, a very sentimental... <laughs> moment when I'm saying Steve. <laughs> I do feel like that that kinda of, that's what just what we should do. That's probably the best solution. It's the easiest, which isn't necessarily the best, but it's the easiest. But do we just want to like maintain the status quote? By doing what? Keeping uh Dickhead in charge? I mean Steve or whatever his I name think was? At this at this particular moment we don't have another choice. Long term we can try to maybe but well, I'm just saying this is like a really boring choice for the podcast. <laughs> oh, I think it's oh. a brilliant choice for the podcast. Stuff Your DM one. is very excited about this. In theory, they could come with us back to, where the fuck are McKinsey. They Whoa. could stay outside and not ever be seen by him, but then we can say that they're gone and then get our money while we're there and then take them back, teleport back to Armorsmith Landing and get them into the Guild of the Oracle, which is at least a better place for them to be than... But we should ask what's-his-name if he wants to be in the Guild of the Oracle. Well, yeah, right. Just There's saying, a... like, we're going to give you a house. He's like, cool. And then we just show up and we're like, yeah, you now work for these people. Yep. He's like, uh... Welcome, welcome to uh, Avon. Like, yeah. Good luck. So I'll go back to Chitter. Uh, Chitter. There's been maybe a little change from what I came over and asked you before. Okay, so we work... For an, for an organization called the Guild of the Oracle. An adventuring guild. They're very accepting of everyone. And you, um, we were thinking that maybe you could go join, like you and your family could join them so that that way you can make a living, you'd have a place to stay and a purpose for your life. Is that something that you'd be okay with? What do? Well, pretty much anything. Any of the, the, they have little, you know, quests that you can go on and earn money that way for you and your family. And He's looking at you enthusiastically. Definitely You're making not, it sound very easy. It's not a very bad way to make a living. And you get to kill things. I'm not there. If you want, <laughs> no, I no, I imagine you like you, you kind of like don't really know what's what's being said, but you're like you get the camping from yeah. far away, and I'm like, I mean, sort of. Sugar doesn't look opposed to it. We friends forever. 
We definitely, yeah. I, would I help so. you? You give me money? Mm, no, the guild would. Then you'd be helping yourself. Family safe? Family safe? Yeah, I would hope so. I would think so. I can't imagine they wouldn't be. That answer was kind of like, yeah, I guess. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I think. I, would hope, I, think. <laughs> I mean, it, hold on. Well, my real answer would be like, is anybody really safe in this world? <laughs> I mean... You just grab him by the feathers. Listen here, you little <laughs> shit. <laughs> no one's promised tomorrow. <laughs> have choice? You have a choice in everything. Other choice? I mean, the other choice... You can get to meet Terrence. Oh, God. Yeah, we came over now, by <laughs> the way. It's fucking... You, you say favorite. his... Uh, do you actually say his other choice no. is to meet Terrence? No. We could kill this old no. lady, and then you could have your ass back, but like, then Terrence will probably come and kill you. That's a choice. Guys, I was navigating this, I think, pretty well. <laughs> you don't need to come over and fuck this up. I think we're doing a good job. Do you? I was listening to you, and you were sounding, like, really boring. Yeah, that's kind of okay. He was taking it. He was cool with it. I help. You give money home. I, yeah, we can do that. I take out five gold and hold it out to him. Because I help first. You... Help with what? I help your thing. It give me money home. Okay. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's trying to earn his keep. We'll figure it out later. It's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. I look. I look at Chitter. Steve, does that sound like a plan? Yeah. I help your home. It give me money home. That I think is yes. Yes, that is correct. All right. Chitter, hold on one more second. Vaughn, are you able to um, disguise other people? I mean, I, I have, um, I have a couple of robes. I'm gonna rummage through my backpack. I've got some clothes that should be able to disguise. I guess they're like general body shapes. Pretty. I'm correct. It's late in the evening, right? It's like night. Yeah. Yeah. It is after the Paul Orb game has ended, That's much to Reese's chagrin. So we need to go back and get his family because they are going to come back with us to McKenzie. But we need to spend the night here. There's the inn here. I think we can get hopefully get a room. But I don't know that I necessarily feel comfortable bringing him into an establishment where I don't know. I just don't want him to be seen. I'll give him my shutter shades. I can I can disguise Steve for yeah. right now. Um, I think that's all we, we need. And right we now. should be able to get into an inn or something and lay low for tonight. Tomorrow, I think we can leave him at the inn, go talk to Steve, tell him that the cabin has been cleared, come back and grab Steve, go round up Steve's family, and then head back to see Steve at the Guild of the Oracle. I think we should actually get rid of we can discuss this in the morning because yeah. I'm. A, we have the so, same. We align on the beginning part. Yeah, we so need to I, spend the. We need to spend the night. I don't want to go to Tierns. I'm trying not to say Steve. I don't know why you would say Steve, but okay. It's all you. It's the only name you're saying. I'm saying Steve. Like oh, anyway, semantics. <laughs> Steve antics. <laughs> Just remember, before, if you spend the night here, it will take a day probably to go somewhere and come back here. Yeah, but don't I, don't, I don't want yeah. to come, I don't want to go in the night. No, I, I don't either. Okay. No, I'm saying just which direction you travel, whether you travel to go pick them up and come back and then go, right. like whichever way you travel, 
like you know the map well enough that you would know from the lake house it's probably only a two or three hour travel to the town of uh Ronstad, which is on uh the inland sea Romstein? and what what is there it's another city that would have a telepoint okay that, well, that actually closer. really helps okay but yeah, I think we'll, we need we should clear out his family from the house before we tell him that it's clear. Because you, as the sorcerer, I don't know if you notice it, but know this, but there's magic in the world, and he might somehow be able to tell whether the house is occupied or not. I'm not saying he does, but maybe. So I don't want to lie. I don't want to lie to him any more than we have to. The key here is to get the money and then run. So okay. You're, so you're saying that we should go on, take the money and run. Go on, take the money and run. Yes, absolutely. Ooh, ooh. So tonight you need to disguise him to go into the to the yeah I've I've got the that. inn and we'll go get a room. I've got some costume clothes. You don't have magic. I've got costume clothes. I've got um a um a mask. Throw okay. back to episode one. Yeah, he does. And I can I can use disguise self to fudge the rest of the details. I don't actually know what a kenku looks like. A raven like man. a raven. raven. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Sorry. Yeah. So that raven. mask really isn't gonna work. With right. I wouldn't be. think it would work. Oh, I can give him my dog talking cloak, and that'll help. You can put. Well, it I don't want him to look super shady. Where the four of us walk into this inn and have one guy totally covered. Like, oh, he's just a friend. It's cool. He's part of my act. Yeah. They might just let him in. They might, but I don't. Oh, I think you're overthinking this. I'm sure I am, but I'd rather be cautious. Alright, we go to the hotel. Okay, you're at the hotel. The Blage Inn. Um, you walk up to the front desk. It's late. I um, cover my ears immediately. <laughs> <laughs> How can I help you? Can we get, what do we want, two rooms? Two rooms. Uh, let me check to see if I have any tonight. Uh, you see a lot of people milling about. There was a decent sized Paul Orb game tonight. I'm, uh, I've got I've got chitter, and I'm just like, all right, now listen, I need you to be quiet. Like, don't make any noise. Like, we're going to get a room for you, and we'll be able to to at least have a place to sleep tonight. You see a tabaxi come down the stairs and just walk outside, like, no problem. Chitter is wearing my shutter shades. <laughs> I think Chitter would super wear your shutter shades. I know. I feel like you would love them. It, yeah. Uh, person comes back, says that they have a couple rooms, uh, hand you keys to them. Event price, then. God. Ten gold a room. Okay. Okay. You gold it, rich boy. I do. I've been helming this whole thing tonight, I guess. So you give him 20 Why gold? Why not? Sure. Uh, okay, you see him put about four gold in the till and pocket the other to the rest and of the I just move on. Uh, he gives you the keys. Okay, so you all just go to bed. You don't do anything stupid. Can I run an errand? Yes. <laughs> what kind of stores are nearby? There's a bunch of touristy shops, sports equipment, general store. They're all open late to try to catch the fans. Well, that sports store happened to have recording tools. No. So if I were to go out and make copies of this tape, which store would I need to go to? Not one you're going to find here. Okay. This is like a a sports village almost. Yeah, you're not going to be able to widely distribute the sex tape. For now, I'll rest. But yeah, no. So like, as justification for why video exists in this world, there's an inventor's fair. Put it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. The sun shines through the windows as day starts breaking across your sills. 
you missed it. This is the perfect time. The sun shines bright on my old Kentucky Mackenzie home. home. <laughs> hey, Chadwick, will you stop singing? I'm trying to sleep here. He's a morning person. Do I still say Steve? Have you tried to say a name yet? I'm I'm going to assume I say good morning, Paleus, and I have no and idea. And it comes out Steve. as Paleus. Okay, cool. Nothing changes for me other than people stop looking at me with hate. Yup. And Adam by people, going. you mean Adam. <laughs> I roll my eyes every time you can see like, I can I can hear Steve. I can hear Chadwick roll his eyes from the sixth floor. All right. Oh, I feel like a great weight was lifted off of all of us. Do you feel that? No. I feel like there are less Steves in the world. I don't know what you're talking about. Sure hope that shit's done today. I'm done. Let's go find out. Let's go find out. So we head down to their room. We knock. Knock, knock. I okay. open the door. Who's there? Who are we? Yeah. <laughs> What's my name? Chadwick, Chitter, and Reese. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord of Light. Chitter looks at you and he goes, uh, Steve? No, I'm I'm Vaughn. Steve? Vaughn. You can have fun with this. Steve Vaughn. Sure. Yeah, Steve Vaughn, where are we going? We're, oh, we have to go back to the cabin. So. Yeah, I think we should go clear out the cabin. Get his family. And then obviously we would not go back to McKenzie. That's just stupid. I had this epiphany last night. We shouldn't go back to McKenzie. We should go to the much closer Ronstad. That I mean, far closer. Why would we have ever... Why would I don't know why I didn't think of it yesterday. Hey, Bailius, you're in charge. Is that what we're doing? I mean, it sounds like that's the quickest road, and if we can get a teleport there, perfect. Yeah, I would think we should be able to. Great plan, Bailius. Okay, so you guys are going to head back. You're going to get on your horses. That definitely you had a little street urchin watch for you again. Definitely, oh, yeah, obviously. we did. Yeah, definitely. Um, you going to pay the street urchin again? Yeah, we'll give him a gold or something. Like, yeah, you can. I just paid $20 to sleep in this place. 20 gold. 20 gold to sleep here. Yeah, I saw that. That was hilarious. Did you see the guy just put the money in his yeah, pocket? Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's so funny. I just wanted to sleep. <laughs> no, I'm I'm going to... Uh, it's uh, okay, we can go back and beat him up. He's, like, really small. I'm going to, as I'm walking up, before we get to the street urchin kid, um, I pick up a stone. A small stone, okay. Yes, uh, that fits in the palm of my hand. And while we're walking there, I'm going to cast Prestidigitation, and I'm going to make the stone glow. Okay. Poor street urchin. Who's the who's the end boss? Oh, it's that street urchin that <laughs> thought you had given him an actual like. Are you gonna scam a poor child on the street? Let's see. No, I'm okay yeah, with I you am, scamming actually. the street urchin. Reese used to be a street urchin. He might not be okay with this. Does he know? Would he notice He's him casting? Making fun of Chad right now. Yeah. So no. <laughs> Um, I cast Prejudication on this rock and I make it glow. And when we approach the uh, street urchin, I'm going to, um, I'm going to give the stone to the kid and tell him that he should go show this to a shopkeeper and sell it as quickly as he can. And I'm also going to give him two gold pieces. He looks up and goes, "Thanks, Mister." <laughs> I, I take clap one... my hands over my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I take one gold piece back. <laughs> no, uh, I'll give him two gold and that uh, and that stone for um, watching over the horses. He tugs on his forelock and he scurries off down the street. 
Avon, will you like warn us when you talk to one of them? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I didn't think that there would be an exchange of just like here's money and a stone like leave. Can we come up with like a code word? Like earmuffs or something? <laughs> <laughs> just duck. <laughs> Where? No, never mind. <laughs> There's okay, no duck Okay, so you all get on your horses. You're heading back out towards the lake house. See, we all make it boring, Adam. Hello everyone, this is Steve. I just wanted to take a quick break from the podcast to say thanks for listening. If you have any questions for the cast or about anything in general, you can find us on Twitter at RuleOfCoolCast or send an email to theruleofcoolpodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to be featured on this podcast, you can also contact us on Twitter or by email. Today, we'd like to give a special thanks to Steve and Steve. This week, The Rule of Cool is sponsored by Steve Incorporated. Our intro, outro, and interstitial music is the song Orchids by Ubred Raptors. You can find their music wherever fine music is sold or at their website, ubredraptors.com. And with that, we'll get back to the podcast. We get back on our horses and we're headed back towards the, the yep. this place. Is anyone keeping a lookout? Um. Yeah. yeah. You almost got killed. Yes, on your... we, we definitely. I mean, not. Yeah, obviously we would. Can't make a perception. Is that me good or hold on? Can I help? Yeah, let's do that. Sure. We'll I'll both look out. Wait, both or can I help? Yeah, you help me. I guess. He's Sorry. riding up next to you, just holding your head, so you can look still. <laughs> yes. I rolled a natural 20 oh, okay. with a plus 3 also. So that's a 23 for perception. I see through fucking walls. Bring it on. You see a uh, herd of what look like horses galloping off, off in the distance. It's always um, As you're running by. It's like a spirit of the... What is it? Cimarron? Majestic. Off in the distance. Galloping away. Hey, like, there's some horses over there. The ones we have now we uh, rented from... What's this fuck asshole Steve guy? And maybe we should go catch some real horses. Or we could get things accomplished. Catching a horse is an accomplishment. These things are worth, like, maybe ten gold? I don't know. You would probably just eat yours, so let's just move on. <laughs> I wouldn't... Well, if it died. Right. <laughs> Have you ever had horse meat? No, I'm pretty sure I haven't. It's pretty good. I'm sure. It's a little tangy. I, w- I want to ask you how human ma- meat tasted, but I don't want to go there. As y'all are debating that, they're like galloping away from you. So now all you see is that dust cloud. Good. All right. So we continue on to the house. Yes. <laughs> so we get there. So you get successfully. there. Successfully. His family comes out. Now, by foot, it's probably going to take the rest of the day to get there. And We're on a horse. Why would we well, go by foot? We have the rest of the family that doesn't have a horse. When everybody comes out after he has explained it to them all, you see an extended family that is like probably a couple small little families 
I'm going to look at Chitter and be like, I didn't think there were so many of you. Yeah, we look at, bruh, nah. <laughs> we're just I mean, going at 200 it's, gold. It's probably like eight of them. Yeah, eight total? Like you know, including children? Yeah. Oh, I'm fine with that. Hold yeah, on. so it's it's probably like the younger sister of his wife, maybe his cousin, and then like a couple little kids. How many adults? Uh, I assume you have to be an adult to join the Oracle, correct? Or can kids come in? Too? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is how can we fit eight of these things in like you one little apartment at the guild? You have to be able to guild? legally sign documents. All right, I'm going to let some of the adults ride on my horse, and then I'm going to say, "Kids, do you want to hop on my back?" And then I'll try to take them with me if I can. Okay, you can probably get two kids on your back, so you got two more kids to take care of, and like I'll let, I, I'll, I'll let one of the kids up on mine, or one or two. And we can say probably three can fit on your horse. So you got to get two more adults. And if you're taking one of the kids, yeah, I'll definitely. you got one more kid to take care of. And you can't cross the river with the scorpion. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a math problem. <laughs> oh, it's the cabbage and the rabbits or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. We figured it out. I mean, Chitter is okay to walk. With, I don't like think if, we need to actually figure it yeah, out. Yeah, if one of you is walking, it defeats the purpose of trying to get everybody on a horse sure. anyway. Oh, I can run, like, really fast, though. Not for an extended period of time. I don't think you know uh, how strong I am. I don't think you know how uh, <laughs> endurance talking to you. <laughs> I'm fucking around. Reese. Reese is just over there having a mental breakdown. I don't think you understand how fast I am. Like, So if you're walking to Ronstadt... Uh, <laughs> yes, we're that, walking don't? to Ronstadt. I assume yeah. that Reese and I, or definitely me, and hopefully somebody else is helping me keep an eye out. Can we? Reese is occupied with children on his you back. You need to make another check, yeah. I'll do it. Is somebody helping me? I will help you if you want. We'll say 21. You don't see anything. Okay. Like outside of normal. Normal. Yeah. yeah. You probably pass someone in a cart on going the other way. So you're walking, making your way to Ronstadt. You get there early evening. Um, I would like to retroactively have spent the ride um, with a pen and quill, or sorry, paper and quill. And I'm going to use my forgery kit I'm going to forge nine documents for the Kenku uh, that state that they're with the Guild of the Oracle. Okay. That's pretty fucking good. Uh, I need you to roll. <laughs> I, too, have a thieves you have, kit. You have a forgery <laughs> kit? Yes, yeah. I do. Thieves, disguise, and forgery. You have all of them? He's a motherfucking rogue. You can both make dexterity checks plus proficiency to see how well you forge these documents. So can he give him advantage, or do they both roll? It's up to you guys. So I've got 12 plus 3 and plus 2 for proficiency. Okay. And I will roll as well with inspiration. Ooh, from the gods. Yeah, 19 plus 4 would be 23, so I believe we have You have fairly convincing-looking documents. I, I mean, that's what I do. I I forge documents. I impersonate people. Everyone's just a little weary from uh, the hike. Yeah, we head to the nearest telepoint that I assume is clearly marked inside the city. So uh, you arrive at the city, and there is a large outer wall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chadwick, you didn't say there'd be a big wall? It must be brand fucking new since the last time I knew about this place. <laughs> How did we get in? Like, you know that there are the roving bands on the plains. This also buffers the plane, okay. so they just have a large wall around the city. Right, okay. Um, no, there'll be no problem problem getting through, though, right? Yeah, you can walk up to it, talk to the guards. You see two guards standing at one of the gates. 
I'll try to, uh, like, I assume I'm kind of, like, in the front. Yeah, I guess works. I'm probably on my horse with the you one. You walk up with, with your uh, nine Kenku, four war horses, and a party of adventurers. Yes. Hail and well met. Halt! Yep, I'm halting. Stay chill, business. Just need to get to the telepoint. Like, he looks you over and he goes, Are you sure? I I am I 100% am pro- I promise. I'm positive and I promise that we just want to get to the telepoint. For what purpose? We all need to get to Armorsmith Landing. Telepointing. Dick. That, uh, Reese. <laughs> Reese. Keep it down. And who who might you be? He, uh, he's he's knowing it's totally fine. I'm sorry for his outburst. He sometimes just things overcome him and he just he can't keep him in. It's a little little late in the evening to be arriving. Here. We've been on the run a long time. We really just want to get to the telepoint so how, we can get to our. How do I know home. that you can be trusted? We have uh, business cards. There you uh, go. Yep. Someone remembered the business card. Yeah, I did. Well, no, they have tattoos. Oh, no, that's and... right. Oh, that would yeah. that would make sense. Something that you. But did. we did that in pre-recording time. Right? Yes. Um, DM aside, when they officially completed their first quest, they were allowed to choose either a magical tattoo on a body part or a membership card. That um, identified them as true members of the Guild of the Oracle so that they could receive all benefits and acknowledgments they were entitled to. I have an official letter uh, that states that we're with the uh, Guild of the Oracle. The man looks it over, holds it up, holds it up to the fading light and goes, oh, that's that's a different story. Why, Why didn't you just say so? Honestly, mine's covered up all the time. I totally forget. Mine's a tattoo, not a business card. Real men, real men get those tattoos. Obviously, <laughs> I I just I'm staring at him with my like jaw like dropped. I'm like, uh. It's okay. okay. It takes all types. It takes all types of men and uh, real men getting tattoos and other other men who don't. I, I cast firebolt at the ninth level. <laughs> Avon, I think he's making fun of you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they open up. Um, let you in to the city. As we're walking through, I'm going to make sure I, like, walk back to Vaughn and be like, no hard feelings. There was just, like, there was a rapport. I was just trying to, like, make everything copacetic. All, all good. All right. I glare at him. I don't notice. <laughs> yep. Is there any, anything cool in the city? Yes. Outside, there were some more rundown establishments. It looks like some temporary camps have been set up. When you got in the first about five-story tall wall... You see um, it has been sectioned off inside into a couple different sections. In here, the buildings are nicer. Um, They look much more permanent. People are clipping things clean. You see shopkeeps um, sweeping outside. You have entered into what looks like a merchant area. The best way to describe it is an outer wall. And when you walk in, there's another circular inner wall where there are walls spoking off to create sections between those two walls. And you're assuming there's probably a very secure intersection inside that inside wall. You would know that the telepoint is probably, if you were to ask around, you'd find out it's two sections over in the uh, government area, where a lot of the day-to-day administration work for the city is, that there are other places there's a section for the arts. There's a section for kind of 
people of means to live. Different pillars within a society each have their own little spoked wall section, basically. Okay. Does the city have specific colors that we see a lot in it? Actually, the uh, the walls are made out of a pale yellow um, stone that almost looks like it is made from sand, is accented with light blue, but the walls are primarily um, a light yellow stone that um, parts of the wall that are exposed to sunlight more are lighter than the lower down parts. I feel like I can see it now, Sarah. Thanks. It's right in my mind's eye. Now, can you tell me what the height of these buildings are? (laughs) Yeah, the buildings are ranging probably from like two to five stories on this um, merchant section that you're in. Is this a little people place still? No, you see a mix of people. This is not a specific racial city. But likely there's probably a decent amount of humans and halflings here. Yeah. Being that both of their capitals are kind of relatively close. Yep. You're going to see a lot of humans. Um... You're going to see a decent amount of halflings, yeah. And you'll also see just a mix of other races. Seems like a good place to go shopping in the future, but we have nine Kenku, and we should just get the fuck out of here. Someone grabs person on street and asks them randomly. Excuse me, Sarah. Where's the telepoint? Yes. Quiet, sir! God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't see that it was a halfling? Or wasn't looking? Duck. (laughs) It's, uh, two gates over? In the uh, administrative governmental district. Thank you. Any points? We go that way. (laughs) We do that. (laughs) Okay. I'm still standing there covering my ears and don't notice them walking away. I'm going to, like, pull Reese with us. Yeah, so you walk through what is the arts district. horses still? Aren't we going through on our horses? It's it's a pretty big area. You see carts. I'll, like, lasso you and pull you along. Can we teleport nine Kenku, four horses? It'll cost a ton of money. I'm running low. No, it doesn't. There's a flat rate per group. <gasps> per we acknowledged think. group. Shh. <laughs> <Touch> you. <laughs> hey, don't tell Sarah. <laughs> um. Okay. So you walk through the merchant district. You walk through the arts district over to the governmental district. Inside um, is a town square area. Off to the side bumping up against the inside wall is the telepoint. I'm heading straight there. I'm ignoring everything that I'm hearing because I don't want to be I don't want to pick up on any other quests. I need to get this done. You hear whispering off in the background. Anyone want to hear what the whispering <laughs> Yeah, you I know. I really don't. I hear, I hear it all we'll back. We can literally come back like that. But I see a question mark. You see, <laughs> a, point. You see a scaffold. You see scaffolding a noose hanging off of it. Oh, Lord. People really? are gathering. Look, there's a bulletin board with quests on it. <laughs> you can hear in the distance, if only I had someone that could go clear the mines for me, yeah. <laughs> I'd be able to share Go away, Decker Kane. I don't want yeah. you. <laughs> you have quite a treasure there, my friend. Lend <laughs> me your ear to hear about this magical item. No. Stay a while. And yeah. <laughs> but no, you do, you do see some people milling around um, a platform with a noose on it. Uh, at the square. I actually say that in real are, life. In, in but game. then there's also the telepoint right in front of you. Yes, I'm going... Uh, oh, I just walk off. I just... No, sorry, wait, sorry. I'm going to lasso you. <laughs> I've got to see this You shit. don't have a lasso. <laughs> I do. Okay. Do you? I do. I have 50 feet of him. I'm going to go walk off towards this noose. Reese, come back. 
Okay. Um, How to get something accomplished today? Good deal. So. All right. So we go to the telepoint. Some of you, you go to the telepoint. You meant oh, to that's say right. to the hangman's noose. <sighs> I'm gonna stay near the. What's it called? The telepoint. Gallows. There you. That's the word. We go to the gallows. I'm staying at the telepoint. I'm waiting. I go to the gallows. Peleus follows. I'm bringing the children for the public execution, like any good person would in the Middle Ages. Oh, okay. I was thinking, like, did she mention that there's an inn called the Gallows or something? And then, like, public execution. I bring the children, like, no, we're supposed <laughs> to save them, you idiot. Uh, we get paid either way. Oh, my lord. Technically, yes. I, I'm... You can probably hang more than one. They're light. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna... Maybe they're too light. You have to hang them and then... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the body weight wouldn't break their neck. They wouldn't even... Because they have such light bones. The horses oh can God. carry a lot of them, right, Reed? Yeah, exactly. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm going to say that I have recommended that the uh, children and the Kenku stay with... Um, you can. I already walked away. You can't recommend things to me now. I'm just saying because, like, if there's going to be a crowd, there's going to be pockets that could be pickpocketed. Yeah, people are gathering. I don't pick pockets very well. I do. Yeah, I don't have the. I'm holding my two Kenku. You can do what you want. Oh God! You're <laughs> just like, come along, kids. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. I thought you were joking about that. Okay. No. No, he's doing like a normal medieval public execution <laughs> thing. Like that was. Yeah. That's like, completely accurate. Yeah. As the history major. I'll so I go, just want to see what's happening. I'm a curious person. Sex. I'll go to see the people that are condemned to the gallows. Yeah, so. people people are gathering around. I'm not. I don't like it. I'm staying there. No one's out on the gallows yet. So I'm going to go up to the first person I see and kind of just like tap him on the shoulder. Wait, the first non-halfling I see. Okay. <laughs> important. Tap them on the shoulder and go like, hey, what's going on here? I could be a bitch and I could make it a makote. That is the uh, Final Fantasy version of the tabaxi. I could have made it a tabaxi. You can make them anyone you want. I just, Reese doesn't like halfling voices, not Alex. And How about I help you? Oh, I asked, what's going on here? Uh, we're uh, we about to see see public execution. Thanks, Jaw Jaw. It's it's a be a good time. Who's doing? Um, uh, Misa no no. Misa just likes to see... See people get what's coming to them. Yeah, sounds fun. Do they serve popcorn? Like, uh, you used to see vendor stalls over there? Misa gone. <laughs> yeah, you can go buy popcorn. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna go buy some popcorn. I want to buy each of the children a bag of popcorn. 15 p- copper. Me, a bag of popcorn, and whatever other foods are there see popcorn stall you see like a caramel apple stall you see um like fish cake stall i will go buy all of these things and i'm going to dip the caramel apple into the popcorn so it comes out covered in popcorn also and how much money do you want to spend on food uh probably five gold okay the vendors are like pretty much bought out by now um (laughs) you have a lot of food yeah. You also and have like a following of children now who are like following after you. And I'll hoping... give them all the food too. Okay. Five gold worth of food is going to be enough that you can feed the little children following you. That is exactly what Reese would want to do. Exactly. Okay. There is not really many open seats. There were some stands set up 
that people have pretty much filled in on. You can stand around or try to find a seat on the stands or something. Okay, I'll just sit on the... No, I'll just stand there and eat a bunch of shit and give uh, food to kids. Okay, what are the rest of y'all doing? I'm I'm uh, blending in with the crowd, too. Um, I'm trying to figure out who is being executed and, and why. If you're actually going to try to, like, ask people to investigate, you can make an investigation check. That's a, that's a solid six, so... I'm just, I'm very sheepish or sheepish around people that You're I don't know. You're hearing a lot of rumors. One is that it's a cow thief. Another, it's a pirate. Um, one of those bandits that's been harassing people on the highway. Um, another is that it's an innocent maiden who just wanted to find true love. Uh, that's that's fine. Yeah, you're you're just hearing a bunch of rumors. While this is happening, I'm going to give one of the kids a caramel apple thing to go and give to Chad. And see if they go do it. I'll pay them with another candy apple. So we'll see if they go find Chad or not. I'm gonna. I want to spend my time talking to the people in charge of the the telepoint and let them know I've got thirteen. There's thirteen of us. They're all with the Guild of the Oracle because I assume I know about the forged documents, right? Yeah. So there's thirteen of us with the Guild of the Oracle that we all we're all we all need to get back to Armorsmith Landing and like. Just making sure, like, it's going to be 20, like, 20, what is it, 25? 25 for an approved group. So, I can, I'll prepay for, I'll prepay 25 gold. Okay. I guess. Alias, what are you doing? Um, I am going to grab a drink if there's anything left and start to do the same, kind of mingle and interact and kind of see what's going on here, who we're executing. You can make an investigation check as well. Do I get my candy apple? The resent to me? Yes. 15? You hear... That it is probably tied to a criminal organization. You're hearing a crime sorcery. You're hearing the name uh, Marindithus as the person being executed, and he's uh, one of those one of those no good elves. No, he's not <laughs> saying no good elves and looking at you like you're a no good elf. He's saying he's one of those no good type of elves, and that uh, he was offered a plea deal. If he'd snitch on his higher-ups, but he wouldn't. And this lady walks up to Chad. She is muttering to herself under her breath. She's weaving, walking a little bit. Not quite walking a straight line. Got frazzled hair. Um, tugs on your sleeve. How can I help you? Is it... what? what not, well, it doesn't matter. How can I help you? Tessa. Tessa, learn your future. Learn your future for for price. No, I think I'm okay. Sandy knows. Sandy knows. And you should know too. I that's great, Sandy. I don't care. You'll regret it. That, I'm sure I will. Do you know how improv works? No, mm-hmm. she. I'm, try, I'm trying. <laughs> oh, to, well, no. I'm trying to. I thought she was saying I had a Sandy nose. No, yeah, it was like that. Sandy. Oh, Sandy. No, Scott. Sandy knows. She's going to uh, turn to start walking away, and she goes, One would think a person with such a sharp future as yours would want to know where to find the tools required of him, required for his success. But if one does not care to find the path needed, Sandy doesn't need to help. And she walks off into the crowd. Okay. 
I'm not taking your bait. Okay. Why uh, would you not take the bait? <laughs> I've got a child. I've got a Kenku child with me. Uh, I'm not so, gonna go. I'm not gonna go deep down a lower a lower hole. She. Yep. So she's walking off into the crowd, and she goes, uh, "The tempest can be an angry mistress." She disappears into the crowd. My family follows that. And she disappears into the crowd. As that's happening, you hear some uh, drum banging as a person is brought out in chains. So you hear the of the drums brought up. He's uh, got a hood over his head, brought up to the gallows. Executioner with a giant scythe following him. I thought they were hanging him. They are, but he's got to have protection. He's an executioner. I like uh, scythe. Okay. I'm going to talk to the little Kenkus and be like, Hey, look, it's starting. Pay attention, kids. <laughs> they're all looking and they're like, Starting, starting. Starting, starting, starting. And they're all happy and they're bouncing up and down. And I'm giving them food. So he's brought up and a very official half-elf stands in front and addresses the crowd. Hear ye, hear ye, let it be known far and wide that Marin Strife Miner has carried out a capital crime punishable by all of the laws of the land. Execution, which will now be um, brought upon him upon the twelfth beat. Executioner, ready your man. And the executioner takes him over to the noose, puts it around his neck. Takes off the covering from his head and the man addresses. The accused will now be allowed to make a final statement. And you see Marinditas look away, not say anything. After a pause, the drum starts. You hear 12 beats and then the floor is dropped away. And the man starts dangling from the noose. See that, kids? That's entertainment. You hear everyone jeering. Some people throwing stuff at his body as it starts dangling and writhing. The fall didn't kill him? It takes a little bit if the neck doesn't immediately well, right, snap. Right, that was what I was saying, yeah. The... Yeah, no, if the neck doesn't immediately snap, it takes a while for them to suffocate. Terrible. A pretty long time. I know, it's supposed to be really bad. Yeah. But the bag should still be on his head. So at least you can't see it. No, they took it off so we could make his final statement. Yeah, and then you put it back on in all Middle, East, like, okay. Middle Ages history, usually. The good thing is, this isn't Middle Ages, is it? No. No, you definitely see the eyes bug out. Oh, um, and the did, tongue. Uh, did the Kenku like it? They're uh, mimicking the writhing. <laughs> they're on the ground. So <laughs> <laughs> I, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Often inappropriate and frequently. Yeah, my, my Kenku child that's on the horse with me <laughs> has had his eyes closed. Like, I've been covering their okay. eyes. Other uh, little children are playing along with the Kenku children. Yeah. One of them's pretending to be the grandstanding uh, official. And then it's over. The body goes limp. They cut him down. They carry him off the stage. While he was uh, being hung, I'm going to try and pickpocket somebody that's just snooty. Okay. Yeah, we might as well make this more depressing. (laughs) I'm going to use this public execution as a distraction for thievery. (laughs) Slide of hand. All right. Slide of hand. That is to 23. You get a pouch with 19 gold in it. Cool. Thank you. You grab um, just some kind of plain-looking um, cufflinks. That's what you get. Okay. Anybody else? 
using this for personal gain? Not today. I start chanting, Encore! Encore! <laughs> I, I hear Reese and go, Oh shit, he's got the Kenku kids! <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to find his voice. Actually, no, I could probably... You just see me, I'm fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go over to him like, uh, Reese, um, we should get out of here, and I, I hand him the, uh, the bag of coins, and then, like, the, and ushering him. The Kenku are totally still, the kids are still, like, <laughs> <laughs> totally writhing. As you yeah. walk up, and you're just, like, mortified. I wasn't paying They're attention. They're doing that with other children as well. And yeah. everybody's hey, children did you see are that? terrible, horrible <laughs> miscreants. No, but we should we should get along. Like let's uh let's let's definitely get back to I, the uh But there might be another one. I don't want to go and miss one. Everyone's starting to disperse. Alright, alright. Fine, Mr. DM. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Moral of the story is children are terrible. <laughs> All humans were terrible and still are. We just watch hostile now. Paleus, what's your passive perception? What's your passive? Oh my god, are you telling me Vaughn pickpocketed Paleus? Because that would be the okay. best moment of my life. No, no, Vaughn didn't pickpocket Paleus. He was just Paleus. pickpocketing someone at random. He's just like, oh, it's purple hair. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did not pickpocket Paleus. Okay, that's a large coin purse. That's mine now. <laughs> okay, not it. So do you guys all go back to the telepoint now? Yeah. You all meet up there. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sure. Hey, Chadwick. What are you doing? You missed out. Yeah. Did you have your fun? Yeah, it was a great time. I um, ate a bunch of food and saw a guy die. Some weird old lady came up and asked me about my future. Okay, what happened? I just told her off. We need to get going. They're usually scams anyway. Yeah. I've been around Vaughn enough. Yeah, but like, you could have found out the future. Yeah, or she could have fed me a line of shit. I don't think she would have. But that's Do you whole... eat pieces of shit for breakfast? I don't. <laughs> no, that's more your game. <laughs> to be fair, all of my lies have been true. I guess, sure. Maybe her lies were true. Okay, so you're all just going to teleport back to the uh, Guild of the Oracle together? Sarah, that was yep. a very interesting conversation. Yeah, I've, got it, that I've got it all paid for. We're we're good to go. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. You all can take the next one. I'm almost out of money. <laughs> do, you, do you warn the Kenku about what's about to happen? No. Okay, so you all get up on the telepoint. The... Uh, quickly becoming familiar sensation of your spine being ripped through your navel uh, <laughs> as uh, you hyperspace jump and uh, reappear moment later in the garden of the guild of the oracle with nine kenku who have collapsed on the ground in <laughs> just in balls of like fetal position pain <laughs> This is my game. I would totally be going. That all the kids would be going. Side or side side. Side. This has been a Pokemon, Pokemon with Adam. <laughs>